But you also like women. Temporarily, at least. And they like you. See, now that sounded like flirting to me. Again, I don't flirt. I just say what I want. And what do you want? Hey, Lou. What time do you get off? I got another job I go to right after I leave this one. Black man working. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But we should at least try to get some coffee sometime. You want to go grab a coffee? I don't like coffee. Neither do I. There's things with your powers you haven't even tested. There's so many good things that you could still do. Maybe I could help. You have ideas? Yeah. Why don't we start by getting some coffee first? I'm not sleeping with you. Whoa! Did I say anything about that? Why can't coffee just be coffee? Okay, you didn't even touch your coffee this morning. You drank the orange juice. Okay, you don't drink coffee. Hey everyone, welcome to the Work Time Fun Podcast. I'm your coworker L, and let's get started. Do you want to grab a coffee? <laughs> After editing those clips, I am never looking at that question the same way again. Now, when talking about this Luke Cage series, I run into a lot of peers that aren't on the same wavelength as me, meaning they didn't enjoy this show as much as some of the others. Um, you know, that's fine. We all have our own opinions. And the more I rewatched this series, I was thinking to myself, okay, what drew me in? What drew me in like all the other shows? Daredevil, you know, I just like the sound and the intrigue and just the badassery of Daredevil. Jessica Jones, you know, I had to get a little bit of warming up to it. Uh, but, you know, that mystery drama kind of thing was cool. And then Luke Cage. I mean, when I got this, I mean, you have to watch. Well, you don't have to, but you should watch Jessica Jones before you watch Luke Cage. It's the natural progression of this show and the character and the story. But when looking at this episode and thinking, man, what drew me in? And the simple answer I had was the music. As I crafted this episode, I kind of went down the rabbit hole of all the music and background of the soundtrack and all the composers and everything and you know come to realize that there's so much of just the you know jazz hip-hop R&B and soul music in in this series that really elevates the show the whole series like every episode there's music and the more I looked into it the more like holy crap I think I might have to break this down into two parts so this part will probably just focus on just the show itself generally like as a superhero fan and then if for those that wanted to listen a little bit more about you know the background story I mean the music the sound of this show I'm gonna probably do something a little bit extra which will make this a part two cool so we've got quite the cast in this series 
The main title character, uh, Luke Cage, is portrayed by Mike Coulter. And I, the biggest thing I remember seeing him in was that Halo Nightfall web series, um, which was just a few years just before Luke Cage came out. And as a video game fan myself, I was like, wow, that's cool. Yeah, I immediately recognized, like, hey, that's the same guy. That's Luke, the guy in Halo. <laughs> then the main antagonist of the, at least the first kind of first half of the first uh, season here, uh, Mahershala Ali, uh, who portrays Cottonmouth, he is going to be the new Blade, actually. And so that's pretty cool. And of course, we have Claire Temple again, portrayed by Rosario Dawson. She's just such an awesome actress. I mean, she is Ahsoka in The Mandalorian, and soon will be getting her own series as Ahsoka. Actually, I know she has a new show that uh, that's on HBO Max called the TMZ or something like that. I'm gonna have to check that out here, get things about it. So she's great. She's everywhere, and it's cool seeing her. All right, Luke Cage show. So those little audio clips I added because that's just something I noticed throughout just this series, and I thought that was quite hilarious. It's like, hey, you want some coffee? Hey, want to grab some coffee? Yeah, but I don't like coffee. <laughs> anyway, getting back on track. Does this first episode hook me as much as some of the other series? Um, not quite. If you watch the Jessica Jones series prior to watching Luke Cage, I mean, you kind of already know what he's about. And if you didn't and you're just watching it brand new for the first time, then you're like, oh, what's kind of going on? And then so you're kind of left wondering towards the end is like, well, he's uh, OK, he's like invincible or strong or what is it? All the above. Yeah. But in my opinion, if you're able to pull yourself through the Jessica Jones series, then you should be able to pull yourself through the Luke Cage series as well. Actually, I consider it a great change of pace from Jessica Jones because that was some kind of, you know, mystery thriller drama series. And Luke Cage is more like, is like more upfront, right in your face um, kind of action. But with this underlying theme of rebuilding his hometown of Harlem, but you see that he's a little bit hesitant until you get towards the end where Luke starts to turn a leaf and think about that he could do something with his powers. Because at this point in the episode or in the series, he's just looking to keep to himself and stay away from, from any danger or from being noticed anywhere. He's just hiding basically because he's a fugitive and trying to keep a low profile. However, I don't know how he's keeping a low profile by working for a known criminal in Cottonmouth's club. But hey, you know. Oh, that also reminds me of the funny part. At least funny part to me. Is that um, when he's finishing up working at Pop's Barbershop, throwing the trash, then he realizes, oh, I'm late. I gotta go to my next job. And next scene is him casually walking down the street, you know, going to a newspaper stand, before he even gets to work that he was like late to. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. What I also find funny is that he had the phone number from the lady that was hitting on him at the bar, uh, the barbershop earlier. And, you know, he almost threw away that piece of paper with that lady's number. But then again, when he's working at Cottonmouth's club and bartending, he's all flirty with uh, Misty Knight, 
Well, you don't really know her as Misty Knight yet. You just know she's a, as a lady wearing a tight blue dress, drinking a Cosmo. And this has nothing to do about, you know, how hot each of these ladies were, you know, how attractive. I mean, you know, the first lady was attractive and the tight blue dress for Misty. I probably that was just more appealing for Luke. But what what I was getting to is that for the first lady, um, he all talked about, oh, he's not ready because he's still grieving for his um, his deceased wife, Reva. And you know, all that sob story to uh, to Pops when he was over there. And then it just seemed to just like when he got to the bar and was bartending to Misty Knight, it was like, all right, uh, Reva who? Ex-deceased wife, I mean, who? <laughs> but hey, gotta move the story forward with these characters, right? Right. About halfway through or three quarters of the way through the show, or through the episode, I mean, Luke Cage is um, constantly seeing all these issues that's going on with this community. How all these uh, kind of teens or young young adults are getting into trouble and just not having the right, I guess, figure or parental figure to you know show them the right way. And he feels torn. He feels torn as if should he involve himself or should he not. And when he doesn't, you just start seeing these you know, bodies pile up, and you're just seeing the grief in, in his face. And so again, that's startling the beginning of how he wants to make a change. So by the end of the episode, when he gets back to where he's staying at, um, his landlord, who also has the uh, restaurant at the first floor, you see that they're being harassed by a bunch of hoodlums. Um, it's actually Cottonmouth's gang that's trying to extort this elderly couple of money. Then Luke proceeds to let them try to beat him down for interfering which of course they can't because he's uh, he's got impenetrable skin <laughs> yeah there's a I guess slightly start of him kind of changing his ways and thinking that he can get involved so yeah that kind of summarized the uh, first episode here and like I mentioned earlier it this didn't really draw me in um, as quickly uh, but as I progressed and watched some of the other episodes, uh, the show overall, I enjoyed. Um, again, it's more heavily based on the music that I was listening to, really um, part of that hip-hop you know, kind of era. And it was just appealing to me in that sense that music was so encompassed into the, the series. And that's why I wanted to break this down into another part, which I will do at some point once I get that all gathered up and put together so luke cage episode one are you grabbing that coffee with luke or is that a pass for me it's a rain check <laughs> you got to get more into the show uh to appreciate it my opinion and you'll have fun i mean if you enjoyed jessica jones yeah um and if you enjoyed daredevil it's a little bit slower than that but it's still fun and as we get more of these old Marvel TV shows back and characters back into the MCU fold or into their new, new series with the MCU, actually, I do hope that we do get Luke Cage and Mike Coulter back for Luke Cage because, you know, it was good. I liked him. And I think he brings this sort of charisma to him. You know, he fits the role. He's got the looks. He's got the physique. He's got that charm. He's got everything that you would see in... A gentle giant <laughs> so 
my next podcast episode will probably go over Iron Fist. Uh, that might be quite short. So I might combine it with the Defenders. And as we get on the road to Moon Knight, which is coming up soon. Oh, and also we're going to watch uh, Morbius uh, the day after. So it's going to be pretty busy next week. I'll probably get into all those series first before I get into uh, the background music and compo- composers for the music of Luke Cage. Because that in itself, I think, is its own episodic discussion. So that's all I got for now. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed listening to me. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. And I hope you all tune in again. Until next time. Have a fantastic day.